Welcome to the show. You can watch and subscribe to the Project FIA TV show on YouTube. Drop comments and questions to us on the podcast via Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is Project FIA Goes PC. Getting into the highly vulnerable numbers, this is episode 70 of FIA Goes PC. As always, I'm your host, Rebel Zen, aka Danny Hale. And uh, yeah, my hole, my hole in the ground is now a swimming pool. Not quite Olympic size, but we've had loads of rain, so it's basically flooding the field. So I'm basically consuming more of it. Meanwhile, the one that lives with rabbits, who's now part rabbit, rabbi, if you will, is our producer, Winifred, say hello. Hello. Why is 70 vulnerable? It's that age range, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Anyone over a certain number, extremely okay. vulnerable. So we're going into our risque era of the podcast, because anything after this is highly vulnerable. That's what we've been told. Yeah, it's also a really good genre. Uh, genre? Decade for music. Mm. Definitely nothing to do with genre. The 70s was a great decade for music. Led Zeppelin. Mm. That's an example. Jimi Hendrix, Black Sabbath. Yeah. All these guys. The Zeppelin was a ship that never really got off the ground. Because yeah. it was lead. Well, it was Ali D. They spell it wrong. Maybe mm. it's basically an Ali D Zeppelin, which is amazing. Because not only is it all lit up, but it's low cost. Maybe that was the original UFO. Liquid energy display. Is that what Ali D means? I don't know. Yeah. Because it used to be LCD, which was liquid crystal. Mm. So I wonder if it's got anything to do with liquid in a new one. Don't look it up. We don't care. Someone will. Or she just reaches for a phone. Look, we've got limited power on our phones. Don't go there. <laughs> All right. Your brain can process stuff. But if you don't know the answer, don't cheat. <laughs> you got the question wrong. You uh, failed a pub quiz. It's so hard to not want to find out the answer yeah, when it's yeah. right there. Yeah, inquisitive. Wow, curiosity reach. kills a cat, right? It's like conversations back in the day. You talked about something, you didn't know, and you just moved well, on. Well, it's funny because we're, like, basically, right, we used to be measured on how much information we stored that was our knowledge. Yeah. And we had all these things, like, we've got to be wise and mm -hmm. stuff like this. Now it's just reach through phone. <laughs> we're all complete morons. Reach through phone. You've got a lobotomy. You don't know what you're talking about. Reach through your phone. Right, so it'd be interesting. Someone can comment and tell us, well, we'll know. Because a minute after this, you'll reach for your phone. I know you will. <laughs> but we have to be we have to be careful of our electronics because we only get, you know, people have asked me. Well, no one's asked me, but the voices <laughs> in my head constantly think that people would want to know how do we charge all of our electrical equipment mm -hmm. in a field which used to have sheep. Well, we used to obviously charge off the sheep wool with static electricity. This week we've been fortunate because there's been a few thunder and lightning storms. So I've just been out there with a pole. <laughs> with, the, with the lightning rod? Uh, not even that, just a pole. Okay. He's my mate from Poland. What? Really tall he is and he's got a metal head. <laughs> I don't know why. Didn't ask. See, polite to ask, why have you got a metal head? He's a metal head. Yeah, maybe he he's is. A Polish, metal Polish metal head. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, Boris Johnson looks like a metal head, doesn't he? Oh. With his Scandinavian blonde whippet hairstyle. Hair I'm not is... sure what's going on there. It used to be crazy as it was, and now it's just kind of... It's like he's the only one in the cabinet that hasn't had his haircut. He's trying to prove something, I feel. Mm. 
Like, I'm one of you lot. Yeah. So I'm just going to grow my hair out, man. I'd be crazy, right? But everyone else in his cabinet's got, obviously, hairdresser wives. I'm not sure what's going on there. Would you call his a dystopian haircut? What, Boris Johnson's? Mm. No. no. I, I think it's a, a Scandinavian man. wig, is what I'd call it. <laughs> okay. It's uh, made in Ikea, which we've now learned is called Ikea. 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 Yeah. They've changed the advert. Have they? Yeah. Because, uh, like, people listening from around the world, we all know what Ikea is. I'm going to say Ikea... Because that's the best Ikea I've had all day. Mm. And I'm just going to say this, right? If you're out there in the world, you obviously know what Ikea is. Everyone does. It's yeah. the frustrating furniture that you buy because it looks amazing and then you realize you have to build it yourself. Yeah. Sucks. It's like basically having the best birthday present being a PlayStation or something, but then you have to make it yourself with all the components. You just got mush that's in a bag. The point, though, like, you know uh puzzles yeah jigsaw or... puzzles are stupid here's the thing or right. models no 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 i'm gonna go well we'll talk about ikea in a minute okay. but i'm gonna talk to you you just said about puzzles and jigsaws yes. i hate them they're stupid they're stupid because all you're doing is recreating the picture on a box yeah all you gotta do is look at a picture on a box satisfied don't need to recreate <laughs> that no but stupid. it's fun to figure out that'd be like all right so i've just bought a picasso mm. right yeah, worth loads of money, but I'm so rich and wealthy. What I'm going to do is put that through a shredding machine and then I'll let you, you got to piece it all back together so it can mount on a wall. Some people do that. Some people literally frame and mount a jigsaw. It's a nice Silly. family activity. No, nah, it's not. No, nah, it's not. Best family activity, as we all know, is water fights. Brilliant. Get a water pistol, get a water bomb, whatever, and just chuck it at each other. I don't think Brilliant. I've ever been in a water fight. Or build furniture from Ikea, getting back on point. So, <laughs> Ikea, which we've now learned, the Swedish say Ikea. Yeah, the correct pronunciation is Ikea. And actually, it's an acronym of the guy's name anyway, so it's not a real word. Yeah, Nigel Ikea. <laughs> and uh, basically what it is, is that the advert, we used to have a British advert mm. with a really cool Swedish voiceover actor, probably been in the girl with the dragon tattoo, as most Swedish people have been. Mm -hmm. He does the voiceover and he used to say IKEA to benefit all of us. Yeah. He's now saying it correctly. Mm. I noticed it. I have The minute he pointed it out, I noticed it as it went back on a truck. Someone <laughs> was playing it on their phone and I heard it from the truck. So okay. I got it. Yeah. I've got very good receptors. Um, okay. What it is, is when you've lived in a field for as long as we have, Three months, 12 mm -hmm. weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. You start having animal senses, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously. It's like a superhero ability to just pick up nonsense from the traffic. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy. It's not a very helpful superhero ability. You zone in on the nonsense. You do. You, you do a nonsense zone. Yeah. Well, it's also because we're really thrilled that we can start looking up stuff and be intelligent again on our phones for five minutes because we can hack into the old... Uh, we don't hack into anything. We don't do any of that. That's that's naughty. Why would we ever do that? Say nothing about Win being from China. Um, so, yeah, what? What? That's, that's, that's a stereotype. Is it? That's a negative stereotype. It never used to be. Chinese stereotype, hacking. Mm. <laughs> How Isn't times have changed. It is. It, well, thing is... People in Russia are always busy, aren't they? They're rushing to do everything. Uh, so they're rushing around. Uh, yeah. Have you seen their dolls? Yes. They get smaller. They get smaller. <laughs> yeah. And then they get fatter. <laughs> yes. And they get bigger. And it's like basically the dollar equivalent of Pac-Man. Mm. You know that cup game? 
where you have to like take all the cups and balance it and then stack them. Have you seen it? The stacking competitions where no. these genius kids. I don't know how any parent can get their kid away from a PlayStation Xbox, but they do. Or PC if you're into mm. that sort of whatever. Um, but they stack in the cups really fast and they have to stack them up in these. It's like a record breaking thing where it's a really nerdy thing. Well, you should do that with Russian dolls, man. That'd be a cool sport. Well, you should way, see that at the Olympics. The way you described it was, it made me think of dominoes. You know how they make those elaborate dominoes? Yeah, no, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, totally, totally wrong. <laughs> they had a domino rally, right? But the cars got in the way. Because, mm. you know, like any rally I know is a car rally. So they tried it. A lot of people were killed in the experiment of making domino rally. Yeah, yep, 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 yeah. Isla White, famous for the uh, rallies in the mm. UK. Or the relays or the, any R word, rally. Isn't that what people are doing in the protest now, rallying? Mm. been a whole lot of statues gone disappearing in the UK right now. It's a new game yeah. we're playing. It's a new game we're playing. The government it's thinks... It's hide-and-seek statues. It's basically, where can we put that statue without anyone noticing? Uh, but of course, everyone notices because you do it in broad daylight. We've got to get better at that. These should be night missions, guys. We've got enough night goggles and stuff like mm. that. We can go out in the middle of the night and take a statue. But it's uh, it's a lot of people think it's protest and the police are very concerned. Obviously, a lot of the uh, government has spoken out about it. They got it all wrong. We're just trying to make a statue museum. People are listening to this podcast and this podcast generates inspiration around the world. Around the world. The whole wide world. Of course it does. And so everyone takes our advice. For example, Boris Johnson has told us to live in a social bubble. Didn't really get the point of me just saying we should live in a bubble. <laughs> he took your idea metaphorically. Well, he took my idea and incorporated other people. That's There's no fun in that. No, that's no. not really isolation. No, we want to live in a bubble. <laughs> We're all better in our own private bubbles, uh... aren't we, folks? Yeah. Till it pops. And then we'll be all like fish out of water. <gasps> the bubble popped. What are we going to do? Anyway, he's talking about social bubbles. Didn't really listen to that because uh, that's bananas and silly. It's basically, just to put it short, I'm pretty sure I've got this right. If you're a bachelor, you can adopt any family nearby and, and live with them because you're super lonely. I think that would have been a way cooler system at the beginning of the lockdown mm. rather than at the end of yeah. said lockdown. A lot of things like that, though. Yeah. A lot of things like that where we're having things that didn't make sense now but made sense Three months ago, when all of this was a crisis, I'm sure everyone implemented it earlier. I'm pretty sure everyone around the world has got a similar thing with their government saying stupid things. So yeah, we've well. got to we've got to kind of leave it mm. for the future. But as I was saying, we have inspired a lot of stuff in this podcast. Apparently so, because I told you about you know how to pimp my sarcophagus, mm -hmm. and how people are doing the same thing with statues. The next best thing. <laughs> yeah. So people are listening <laughs> to the words of wisdom on this podcast. And I don't use my phone Prophetic. ever. So all of this is totally riffing on my own intellect and knowledge, which is why most of it's stupid. Mm. But hey, ho, nonsense. I won't, I won't go that far. Okay. Nonsense. Nonsense. I've got a sense of what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Mino. Oh. Football's <laughs> coming back. Uh, I've been saying that for two weeks. It is coming back. First game coming out Wednesday, uh, allegedly. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, it'd be interesting. No audience, though. No audience, uh, but I think they've also taken my advice of having a audio track of the crowd. Mm, you have said that before. I have. See? 
We are literally inspiring all government politics. We're not to look, listen, guys. Right, you've heard us. You you're listening in California, you're listening in Spain, you're listening around Europe, you're listening in in Asia. You're, we've got a whole world. We do. We got a whole world. Listen to us. And I'm gonna say. Hi everyone. I'm just gonna say before you blame me <laughs> for being a genius and filling all of these politicians' minds with things. You've heard what I've said, and you've heard what they've said. And what I've said is cool. It's a great world. It's brilliant. It's way cooler, mm. right? Because of air conditioning. But <laughs> what they're saying is, like, stupid. It's really stupid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just did stupid in two languages, American and English. Yeah. Stupid, stupid. Yeah. Ooh. Crazy. It's the same language. Well, it's not. It's changed a lot. It's just different pronunciation. Nah. It's mixed up. So America is a different dialect, regional accent of dialect. English, is what it is. Yeah. No, it's a different regional accent of English. But what's happening is, and to all my brothers and sisters and everything in between America right now, a lot of the UK, seemingly, in the last week, I believe, a lot of British public, a lot younger than I, literally think that we are part of America. That's mm. what I think. I think that in our last general election... They probably voted your president because they didn't really get it. <laughs> you know how you have all of the votes and it's like, this is a void vote? I'm pretty sure they're voting for people in different countries. I'm just saying. I think the news has messed with people's heads. And, uh, you know, this, we get loads of American news, though. Yeah. We get probably in a good day when things are normal, we get probably 80% American news and then the rest is English because mm. there's not a lot of really amazing things you that happen. You definitely get at least 50%. American well, now here. we are because of coronavirus. We actually have a lot more news. Yeah. Through the it's not good news. No. None of it's good <laughs> it's news. Pretty depressing. It's, it should just be called the bad news channel. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's, mm. And the thing about Sky News and Americans like so Sky is a kind of Fox here. Really, yeah. it's not quite got the reputation Fox has got. Um. Thank goodness. If you watch uh, Mission Impossible early Mission Impossible films, I think you see Sky News broadcasted on mm. it. Because they're trying to be cool and realistic. Not that any news is cool and realistic. It's just a bunch of librarians speaking to you. Um, but basically, not that there's anything wrong with librarians speaking to you, but they shouldn't. It's a library. Shh, quiet. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to say is, Sky News, I'm watching it thinking they're going to talk about space and cool stuff because it's Sky News. But mm. They never talk about the sky. They do tell you about the weather, though. Yeah, badly. And it's always wrong, and everyone contradicts <laughs> it's each other. Wrong. It's really stupid. <laughs> Our weather is ridiculous. In America, uh... this is the thing like, we should have a national. Like, Japan was pretty accurate, the weather. They have to be, mm -hmm. you know, especially if there's like yeah. big problems like earthquakes and stuff. But their weather report is pretty good. Yeah. You know, it just so happened we went there thinking we'd probably get good weather from the majority of there. We didn't. Mm -hmm. We got loads of rain, loads of rain in Japan, Tokyo. That surprised me. It was also cold, quite mm -hmm. cold, you know. But here, everyone has a go. We've got to the point, right, where our weather people are basically like, perhaps. Yeah. They're using words like perhaps and maybe. And it looks pretty good, <laughs> but we can't be sure. But it depends where you are as well. Yeah, it depends where you are. <laughs> I mean, you might be left of this inch. Weather's probably a lot nicer than this inch mm. of the field. Not, not of the nation. Yeah, it's very bad, you know, our weather reporting, because we just don't know. We get approximation. They actually said that the weather we've had this week 
was the weather we would have had three or four weeks ago when it was super hot. Yeah. You know, so we've been prepared for it, but it's almost like we just don't know what we're going to get. It's a very odd thing. I think it's going to be like National Lottery soon, where they just run balls down the thing and go, the weather's going to be, what's this ball say, cold. Mm. Weather's going to be, oh, raining. Because it is loopy. And there was one day, you know, we have like these weather days where it flips every five minutes and yeah. it's like super weird. We've had a very strange year. I was just thinking about all of this stuff. We actually had massive floods here. Mm-hmm. Massive floods here. Yeah. Then a lot of mild weather. Then storms. Then this coronavirus stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting rain a lot again and it's almost monsoon season, which is odd for yeah. the UK. I showed you that terrible clip of flooding. Yeah. Um, if anyone's interested to look at the extent of the flooding, it was just Google York Storm Dennis flooding. Yeah. And uh, the whole river was just burst. Yeah, it, it burst so much. It's uh, yeah. terrifying, actually. It's not terrifying. Just means that everywhere becomes a water feature for a while. It's not that bad. There's but worse weather in the world. houses were flooded. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. You just swim in the lounge. It's no <sighs> big deal. It drains eventually. Don't even want to think about the insurance. Well, I mean, in most cases, you just have to dry your wall out with, um, you know, like hair dryers and stuff. Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, that's all people have been doing the last three months. <laughs> drying their walls out of hair dryers after the floods. So, yeah, they got all the time in the world now. Mm. It has been a very hard year for the UK. Yeah, A lot of people haven't really acknowledged that, really, I suppose, from around the world. We've had several things happening here and this. And in typical British fashion, we've all seemingly just gone along with it. Yeah, No one's really breached the rules too much. Keep calm and carry on mentality. Yeah. But the kids are losing their patience. That's what I think all of these protests are showing. Mm. There's definitely um, a good cause behind it. All's hard to see it when they're looting shops and smashing the streets apart. Mm-hmm. It just feels like we've been trend-setting protests wherever we go. When I think no, it's our fault. It's not our fault. Everyone disagrees with. Uh, oh. No, it's because they they're hearing all these brilliant concepts that we've got, and then they hear how the politicians don't get it because they're all stupid, stupid heads. Mm. They can't stop looking at their phone for general intelligence. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, like we're always right, man. So always? we could have solved. Yeah, could have solved the world's problems five times at least by now. Mm. We'll have a big street party. Yeah. That's what I think a lot of people were saying, like they expect when all of this is over, we'll have a massive street party. And that's when the second wave turns up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? It's crazy. Yeah. No, it's all a bit mad. It's all a bit mad. And I think the thing about retail, I think a lot of lives have changed. Mm. This time away from life is making people reassess stuff. You yeah. know, like it's let's read the books we bought seven years ago, but never <laughs> had a chance to read them, yeah. you know. But it is it's just very strange. It's a very strange period of, of an era. Time of reflection, time of reassessing. Yeah. yeah. And it's just uh it's interesting to know how many more weeks we're going to have mm. because the UK does seem in no rush to end this. No, no. It's really weird. I wonder weird. how many people are considering a career change because of this thing. Well, I think there's a lot of fundamental things that will make people do that. Like a lot of people are losing their jobs. Yeah. You know, um, only because they put it in a cupboard and they can't find it. <laughs> uh, I put my... Any any job that I had, I put in the cupboard, can't find it. Steve Jobs. He was in my cupboard for a while as a book. I had the book of Steve Jobs. 
I, I had a great idea for an app that I would have had for Steve Jobs because obviously when he was alive, everyone loved to pitch him ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he got fed up of it. So I thought there's a great app for Steve Jobs. It's called Job Seeker. Mm. Right? And you, you can find him on it and then you ask him, here's my pitch. It's called a tent. Put it up in less than three minutes. Could be a world record. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circus show. That's, Circus it. That's show. intense. Yeah. Circus has been affected by all this, I'm sure. Yeah. Any it's kind of entertainment has been affected. I think well, that's I think not online. It's Yeah, it's just a weird... Everything's a very strange situation. Like the zoos are opening. Would you want to go to the zoo? In the list of things that I really want to do, no. <laughs> No, I, I was I was actually thinking about our our last zoo trip, which was in Japan. Yeah, New Emperor um, Day. New Emperor Day, another episode in this here podcast. But uh, it's kind of contradictory because Boris Johnson was saying, "Oh yeah, zoos and safari parks are open, but if you don't have to go out, please stay home." Well, that's the thing that's really annoying me about our government is the fact that they keep saying stuff is opening, but they don't want to rush the people. Yeah, and you know, like. So many people listen around the world. This is creating a genuine antisocial nature. And I feel like most of it's because we're too scared now to do anything. Mm. I'm not. I live in a swimming pool. So <laughs> I can't really be scared of anything. The thing I'm dreading is actually when I have to get out of lockdown, I've got to mingle amongst people looking like a swamp monster. Because mm. I haven't got any clothes or anything. Do you so, need a haircut? Well, yeah. I basically look like Conan the Barbarian right now. <laughs> um it's all a bit strange i i'm worried about that because most of my clothes now are just the mud that's incorporated my body um in this mud pile that i'm in Mm. uh so i'm worried about that because i'm going to be basically seen as the missing link for a while so missing link yeah between the homo sapien and the rest of the chain Uh. i'm that guy yeah See, you're useless to write phone. I'm generally saying that a phone is like an SSD card for the human brain. It's a solid state memory device, your phone is. So without it, you don't have any memory. Who are you? Don't know. What do you do? <laughs> no idea. What's your name? No idea. I've got to look it up on my phone, right? It's, it's all becoming a little bit bananas. But yeah, like I think for me personally, it's going to be difficult. Mm. We were literally, guys, when the lockdown happened, we were walking home and we're in a field and our government said, you've got to stay where you are and that's where you're going to be for the next three months. And there's some people that have had the fortune to live in, say, like Churchill's old mansion or King Henry VIII's palace or freaking, I don't know, hotel, Four Season Hotel. Um, and yet we're here in a field because we took him literally and uh it's very sad we were actually house hunting at the time mm-hmm. and it's really difficult to hunt a house because they can catch on very quickly when you sneak up on it with a spear <laughs> and oh yeah they're so pesky houses you can't get them not like pokemon they're easy to get apparently mm-hmm. so pete get loads of them yeah so uh it's an interesting interesting experience so i am literally part nature now all my clothes have dissolved that was a couple of months ago I couldn't wash them <laughs> Didn't have the concept to dig this puddle. Could have done that when it was a lot more, you know, better times. Mm. But I forgot. Well, non-essential shops are open, so you can go buy some clothes now. I could, Mm. but I'm not sure if I'd be allowed in. (laughs) They might have a problem with seeing me on the outside of town. So uh, there's that issue. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Solomon's birthday. I just remembered. Yeah. Hi, Sol. You're in Hi, South Sol. Carolina. How you doing? <laughs> uh, hope you're having a good uh, Haribo-filled birthday. He loves Haribo, folks. Yeah. Haribo! This is his birthday today. He's at least 360, I think. He's, uh... In he's... dog years. <laughs> How 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 do you do, how do you get dog years anyway? What is it like? Uh, because they every ten minutes it's a year or something. I'm not sure. No, it's like the ratio of like the average lifespan of a dog, and then they just multiply it. See, you don't know, do you? Because you ain't got your phone. You just I don't guessing. know what you multiply it by, but yeah. that's the concept. Is that the concept? Mm-hmm. It's a stupid concept. Yeah, it's a stupid <laughs> concept. Because dogs don't count their years, do they? No, they don't. They probably you don't see them with their paws. Know the you know, concept like... of when someone asks you in the street, how old are you? And you haven't got your phone, so you look at your hands. My hands will tell me how old I am. You start counting numbers. Like that. You can't see it, home, but that's what I'm doing. I'm using my hands. He's actually seriously wiggling his fingers and counting them. Yes, yeah. And dogs don't do that, so no. they obviously don't care. They're not really bothered. I think to a dog, it's like, we're really energetic, hyper, young, 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 young and old. Straight up old. It's and that's it. Happy? Food walks. No, dogs get wise. They get wise. And sleepy. They get wise in their old age. Yeah, they do. They start telling you stories and great prophecies. You never heard that? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I honestly said that to my doctor. I said, you know, you got a really cool Labrador. He's getting old in years. And he's, he's speaking like a prophet. And my doctor said, God, you barking mad. Mm. I was speaking dog at the time. Um, but yeah, so I don't know it, it's going to be an interesting week. I know that for sure. Hopefully, we can meet Pete again and have yeah. the reunion of reunions. We've got to wear ninja gear uh, on trains. Yeah, it's going to be compulsory starting today yeah. uh, that you have to wear a quote unquote face covering on public transport. Yeah, public transport is a case where they kind of want you to use it and then they're saying they don't want you to use it and then it's recommended that you use it on a non-busy time, which I'm guessing isn't going to exist if you can use it here because all time is going to be busy on public transport because it's new and everyone's current reaction has been, oh, look, something else is open, flock, Mm. and the mass has turned up. Yeah. Yeah. And they queue around the building because you have to have so much space yep so i've got a feeling (sighs) that's why we're always getting the undertone of you don't have to go out yeah but you can because a lot of people are going a bit bananas with how many people are going out and rushing these things you know Mm -hmm. it's almost like the everyday boring stuff we took for granted is now disneyland yeah yeah it's the year of shall we go for another walk yeah it's very strange (laughs) Shall we go round the garden one more time? It's like if this was the Truman Show, a great Jim Carrey, Ron Howard directed movie from yeah. years ago. Well, all the kids listening. One. Yeah, it's a good film. Mm-hmm. If you, it, We won't ruin it for you. Watch it. But if it was an episode of the Truman Show, this period would have sucked so badly mm. for the watchers. <laughs> what are they doing? This is the perfect time for aliens to invade our planet. Because mm. all the aliens are going to go, are they like, Half dead. Yeah. Because none of them There's are leaving nothing there. here. Yeah, they no one's <laughs> left their house in months. Yeah, you know, all the surveillance. What are you going to do? Hmm. 
Well, it's, it's, speaking of aliens, the uh, Pentagon released footage of an F-18 fighter pilot filming UFOs mm? from his cockpit. It's like a radar cam. Oh. And they were talking about it. it basically, the thing was like a C, uh, I think it was, I don't want to say CNN. It was a broadcaster like CNN. Right. And they were, it could have been CNN actually, but they had a clip on YouTube and it was all dramatic music, yep. which is how the news loves to throw these things out to a very non dramatic sequence mm. of events happening in real life. And then loads of text. And then they cut out the pilots. The pilots were saying stuff and they were cutting down the voices as much as they could to get their dramatic stinging. Mm. And probably because the cousin of the anchor guy shouldn't had use, written the music. They shouldn't really use annoying. dramatic music. No, it's, it's really news. stupid. The, the headline sting for most news sounds like an Avengers film's coming up. <laughs> it's really stupid. It's like it's not even that dramatic. Like most days here, it's been like uh, a guy discovers that if you lift a manhole, there's a drop. A guy discovers that a whale collects water. A guy discovers his nose. And it's very boring stuff usually here. You know, since the coronavirus, this guy's discovered he has feet. You know, stuff like this. You know, mm -hmm. he didn't have feet before, but now he has feet. At least six feet, and that's the distance that he has to be away from someone else. Anyway, so it's a very <laughs> stupid time. But this one thing was like, okay, so it's on YouTube, so it's obviously got to be more dramatic because right. that gets you liked. You know, if you put a st like, if anyone did say washing up a liquid bowl, mm. washing up a liquid bowl. <laughs> How do you do that? It's a bowl made out of liquid. That's not going to work. Washing up a bowl with fairy liquid yeah. or the equivalent american sure. dishwashing stuff right so <laughs> yeah washing up a liquid bowl that's just the name of an abstract novel that i've just <laughs> conjured up um basically you're washing up and you film it and then you put the most dramatic sting like game of thrones style massive conflict battle sequence mm. under it and then put it on youtube and see how many likes you get bet you get loads because mm. everyone will be like this is amazing and then you could end it, and this will please a lot of people, especially in Hong Kong, with Be Like Water. No. And you've just had a billion likes. Everyone thinks you're amazing. Cool, right? So that's what they've done for this thing. Because the UFO in question, mm -hmm. I'm pretty convinced, was the next Batman film. Robert Pattinson, who uh, obviously dies in one of the Harry Potter films, is now back as a vampire for a bit in Twilight, <laughs> gets married as a kid, and now he's Batman because okay. he's old enough. <laughs> That's basically his career. Mm. Yeah, what a crazy... These actors, I tell you, they lived so many lives in one. It's amazing <laughs> how many times a lot of them get shot as well. It's yeah. weird. And they're still here to tell the tale. Um, but basically, yeah, he's the next Batman. I think it's his Batwing. And they did a life-size replica, as mm. Hollywood's known to do real things with uh, their visual effects. Yeah. It was real. Bat wings, obviously. And so it's flying just through, you know, Idaho. Yeah. And it's caught by an F-18 fighter pilot who thinks it's a UFO. Because he didn't get a memo. It's either that, or it's a bit of the SpaceX shuttle that fell on the Earth. Uh, did it have lots off. of lights? Uh, I wasn't there. And it was a black and white piece of footage, and mm. it was a radar camera, so very hard to tell. Because mm. um, if it had lots of lights, it could have been a Led Zeppelin. It could have been an LED Zeppelin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what LED is. It's really bothering me. <laughs> Someone's got to help me. I wish we had comments in real time. That'd be cool. We should do a live stream one day. Mm. But um, yeah, no, don't know. 
Don't know. Mm. Um, Do you think it was a UFO or just a well, shadow? Or... A UFO is kind of a cop out well, because yeah, it's it, just it, an, it an identified UFO. flying object, and think... that's to the observer. You can look at a hawk and go, "I don't know what the hell that yeah, is." Yeah, yeah. If you're but they stupid. were they were in, inferring that it was alien. Is that what the news piece was? Not necessarily, no, because no one's confirmed or denied aliens exist. So why was it on? Why was it on the news? Because I think there's a lot of uh, boredom in journalists <laughs> around the world at the moment. Uh, there's only so many stories you can really have. And so I think a lot of people just want to use time to make us think of different stuff. Mm. And there's a lot of people in crisis times that really love alien stories. We like UFOs. We like to know that we're insignificant. We like to think that there's bigger things than us. You know, like marzipan. That's 10 foot tall. 10 foot tall marzipan monster. Look that up on your phone. That'd be interesting. Um, but nothing will I come think, up. Well, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> that's the one thing. You like, don't know, no but you results. want to. You want to look it up. You're hooked to your phone. You addict. <laughs> you crazy addict. I don't even know where my phone is. We are all in the matrix. I'm not. I'm outside of it, laughing at you. All. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But the the whole thing about the UFO thing, I'm really not sure if. The implication is that it's alien mm. or that it's just that other countries are now way more technologically advanced than an F-18 fighter pilot. Right? Mm. Which Who is knows? a possibility. It could also be a schmuck downstairs shining a reflector <laughs> or flying a really big kite. You just don't know. <laughs> but UFOs are whatever is unidentified yeah, to you, the observer. Yeah. It is unidentified. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot object. of flying saucers are just frisbees. Mm. really big ones thrown by giants I like playing frisbee <laughs> the giant frisbee game of the Olympics titans playing frisbee see that's that's better way more sensible than aliens coming here in a flying saucer it's just massive 1200 feet monstrous titans playing frisbee mm. yeah it's more likely I think <laughs> yep 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 so yeah so we've got the case. I think SpaceX has now confirmed. We haven't really been. I, I thought that was going to be the most positive story in this whole lockdown period was the SpaceX program launching. Yeah. It had that feel like it was such a feel good moment when it launched yeah. and it was all safe and everyone's safe. Then ADHD kicks in and everyone just switches off and goes, oh, let's just batter each other in the head with sticks. And so the SpaceX ship has basically gone off and mm -hmm. it's doing its thing yep having a uh funky little time in the international space station mm -hmm. most collaborative space program ever which no one's really focused on how positive that is mm. i think elon musk's next project is going to be called watch that space watch. and it's going to be called or watch this space yeah watch and this. it's going to be called it's <laughs> going to be called watch this space and it's going to be 24-hour camera observation of space watch this space but i think he has convincingly shut up the uh, flat earth theory people yeah, i believe so because well, all the cameras were live for, on the launch and it clearly shows a reason to say oh it wasn't actually live i think the biggest one they'll say is they were using a fisheye lens and yeah. it makes everything look globule and i'll be like shut up dudes get out of your little city go on a plane and see the world and then tell me report mm. back to me after you've seen the world that you're on you stupid people anyway it's it's a null and point argument we're in a time where you can have an opinion on stuff and it's usually educated if you're me. 
or very undereducated and just improvised because I don't have phones near me to actually be educated like most people in this day and age. But what I will say is when you actually have knowledge and you have knowledge, you have feelings and you know what peace looks like and you want to be peaceful to everyone and you want to hug everyone, even though that could probably get you uh, arrested these days for being too forward. I don't know. Some people look terrified when you hug them. You know, so it is what it is, especially in the times of coronavirus. Shouldn't mm. be doing that. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of wisdom that we're meant to be passing down to people, but mm-hmm. the people we're meant to pass it down to now don't want to hear it. No, because they got a phone. Yeah, my my Apple iPhone knows life better than you do, schmuck, oh boy. Yeah, you know, sad really. So we're, we're dissolving the wisdom of the elderly, but in some cases that's a good thing. Because <laughs> outright racist. Well, knowledge just... <laughs> changes over time, for sure. Yeah, and, uh... I think the political correctness should actually be a really passive movement if we can become passive enough mm-hmm. to accept it. feels like we're ahead of ourselves quite a lot. It's like running a race where we're playing catch-up, you know? Mm. But all of this will be virtual reality soon, so it won't matter. In fact, I think this whole coronavirus lockdown situation is to get us prepared for a life in virtual reality. I don't like that. No, we don't have a choice, though. So, that's where it's going. We'll be walking around with helmets on instead of masks. No. I don't know. Very sad. If we stay in this field, then we won't have to partake because we got no electricity. For the VR to work. Oh, right, yeah. So I was just rubbing rabbits together so I could charge my phone. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Well, I just live off static. Hmm. Yeah, I'm stati- statically charged. Oh, yeah, that, that was interesting. Yeah. I don't know if he's alive now, my Polish friend. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's the resident Polish metalhead in, a, in this here village, apparently, mm-hmm. according to uh, my phone. Everything's according to my phone. You know, that's like the, the best way a cult can enlist you now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your phone. Do it, because your phone tells you to do it. But it is, it's kind of really sad. You can't really get into a conversation and go, hey, man, do you remember that film with, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. when he was like only like, I don't know, 23 years old and everyone's looking at their phone? Who else was in it? <laughs> I was asking if you remember the film. Oh, no. No, we don't need our memories. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird future, guys. In a way, the whole internet is becoming a collective memory of society. Well, e. It's it's becoming a it's hard it's yeah. hard I don't know if it's collectively becoming a memory it's as much as it's deleting ones that we should really learn a lesson from yeah that's happening too um, rewriting of history it's very sad because I think all of these protests um, it's great that kids have a voice it's great that people are caring mm-hmm. about things that they should care about but I think the protest is really raising up a question of how much do you actually know about your history and the history of the world yeah because what you're saying is awfully kind of weird you know like it's we've never had a protest for example about about the witches that weren't witches that were killed in masses the witch hunts just because they're red-headed girls where's that yeah you know like where's that protest and it's Mm. it's like it is all kind of all over the place everything's all a bit circumstantial and opportunistic i mean in a way it's raising some interesting questions like you know should we impose our today's morality on history because it's kind of unfair in a way 
But... No, because everything wouldn't be allowed. Yeah, I mean... It... Henry VIII wouldn't be allowed. No, nothing would be allowed. Because of the Me Too movement. He'd be... Henry VIII in that period of time would have been like Weinstein. Yeah. You know, so, he'd have been I mean... locked away. Would that have changed the world? I don't know. It's very... Like, sometimes it's like the bad has to be there so you learn from it so you mm -hmm. never repeat it. Yeah. Or... You get so wired up in what you think is good that you accidentally start repeating the bad without knowing it. Yeah. Because a lot of, and I'm going to be serious for a second, five seconds, uh, so breathe in. A lot of the left-wing movement right now is basically like the Nazis. Ooh. It really is. Because basically the intention starts off good. Yeah. It starts off with good intention, like we should do X, Y, and Z, and then it targets particular groups and starts telling you what to think yeah and as soon as you start doing that and censoring people so there is no rival argument yeah you're walking towards fanaticalism and fundamentalism and that it's dangerous is never good when you feel like you can't disagree because because that's a kind of oppression as well well it's 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 a weird thing that happens right mm. because it's usually a state We've only had this, and this is really the difference. The world has only had a state of kind of war, okay? Mm. So for many years, it was war, war, empire, empire, war, colonial stuff, really bad things, slave yeah. trade, horrible stuff, mm. war, war, mm. war, war stuff. The news was horrible back then, you know. Today there's been <laughs> war, tomorrow there's going to be more war. Yep. Thursday a guy gets shot in the arrow declaring another war with that place and it was like local wars mm -hmm. so as this town's war and with that town this yep. guy's you know it's just yep. war all the time right Territorium. we then yeah. we then get to this huge chunk of world peace mm -hmm. for the best part mm -hmm. so what we had instead of literally salt and peppered war every day we had five years peace then war mm -hmm. And the war was in one part of the world, so a lot of us were desensitized to it. We didn't really get it. We knew it was going on, but it wasn't our world. Yeah. And then five years, nothing, and then war again, right? So it's kind of like been intermittent war-y time. And uh, colonial things have become more corporate, kind of capitalized money things. So if you've got more money than that guy... You're obviously better than that guy. So mm -hmm. it's less bloody and violent, but it's more poverty and homelessness. Right? So it's, yeah, the, the, it's the power shift has become less fighting and more financial ma ma material. Yeah. yeah. So it's a very weird time. And we've had like this stretch of peace, massive stretch of peace. And then it really became peaceful. We had a stupid pseudo religious war. We'll just dub that the war on terror. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel like it's black and white that there were fundamentalists involved. So there's a lot of lunatics out there in the world, unfortunately, both sides as well. Um, but we've had this huge period of introspective life. Then the phone comes out and liquidates most people's assets, being their intelligence, gone. <laughs> and we're literally zombies to our devices. We yeah. all accept this weirdly. But I think what you're now having, and this is the problem that I'm seeing, is there's a lot of people in this world who want unilateral acceptance. Mm -hmm. And that's a great thing. That's, the, that's kind of ringing into Confucius. That's ringing into Socrates. A lot of people wanted to just say, hey, man, we're just all people just chilling out on this huge island. Woo, cool. 
And we wanted that unilaterally. We wanted everyone to be kind of hippie and accepting and awesome. In fact, yeah. the 60s was that, right? Yeah. So we almost have achieved these things. But then politics is, A, that gets in the way, sure, because people have an agenda and people think they know how to rule and they have a point and that's why they're there. But it's really just the people, like you see this huge left-wing movement mm -hmm. and the left-wing movement that's coming out, this surge, we're all talking about it now as if, like, this is a problem, folks. Like, it started off and we were all like, <laughs> you tree-hugging crazies. And now it's getting to the point where we're like, hey, you, you're stopping me from being able to speak mm -hmm. in a free speech society. You're yeah. stopping me from having a point of view that's not yours or this huge tidal wave of opinion that's coming through, the whole thing. And that's when it starts becoming fundamentalism. That's when people are starting to forget the lessons of the past. Yeah. I mean, like... There's literally nothing good from this kind of insane I am right and you are wrong mentality. Mm -hmm. And because we've been living in peace, I think there's a lot of kids who are bored or mm. want to be a part of something really cool, yeah. like an adventure, so to speak, because life is kind of mundane. And so they join this wave of thought and emotion as if they're fighting for something pure and, and awesome, but they don't see the carnage. And you've got to see the carnage because real peace and real epic stuff is literally achieved without any wreckage left in the wake. Mm -hmm. John Lennon did it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, he just got shot in the head for it. You know, so it's it, it, it is what it is, man. Like you can achieve a vibe and it should be exciting. It should actually be in art, music, dance, theater, film, books, yeah. whatever. Your ideas are they belong in that. Yeah. But when you start doing systematic protests of everything, and if you disagree, it becomes violent. It just, it, it's, this pattern isn't good. And if you, like, I've been watching actually a lot of World War II stuff. Yeah. Um, because, I don't know, Farmer Job really loves his World War II documentaries. I'm just watching them over his shoulder. He doesn't know I'm there because <laughs> he's too busy speaking farmer. Um, but basically, I'm watching over his shoulder. You know, he's got his little iPad. Farmers are very wealthy around here, I've mm -hmm. noticed. It's quite annoying. Um, but anyway, he's been kind enough to let us live in his field. I'm pretty sure he doesn't understand us. We don't understand him. <laughs> but basically, he's watching the World War II in colour documentary on Netflix. And also, um, I think there's Hitler's Circle of Evil. Mm. I watched that expecting it to be an evil circle. But it's actually people. I was very disappointed. How can I just, a circle be evil? It's oh, you never seen the ring? Oh, oh. oh, that's the evilest circle ever. Oh, crazy. Don't want to have a spoil on what that circle is. It's very evil. Oh, but anyway, so World War II in, in color. If you see how the Nazi party formed and why it formed, mm -hmm. it's kind of no-brainer. When you're doing GCSE history and yep. stuff, you cover it, but it's very much the Pepsi light version where you see the actual timeline. You know, Germany was effectively stripped of all power and all authority and stuff yeah. like this. So After a guy, a guy walks war. in and says what everyone wants to hear. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen like that perfectly because Hitler was trying to gain power through politics and no one knew who the hell they were. Mm -hmm. So he had to up the game and systematically world war two is quite amazing in a sense because loads of accidents align to give opportunities at really the right time for something to happen mm -hmm. in Hitler's case. America's finances dropped when they had a Great Depression. Sound familiar? Yep. So the, the stock market crashed. Mm -hmm. 
and Germany at the time loaned money from America to sustain their economy, yeah. had to pay it all back, forcing them into an even worse depression mm-hmm. where people were screwed. And this happened twice in a matter of four years, all right? And because the Nazis were all like, you're going to lose money. They were saying anything like crazy, almost street preacher kind of crazy, right? Yeah. You're going to lose everything. Aliens are going to turn up. We are this salvation, whatever. I don't know. I wasn't there and it's all in German, so I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> but basically, they suddenly became right. Mm. All of their crazy prophecies yeah. became true. And so people took note of them. And yeah. then they collaboratively were anti-communists again sound familiar yeah that's why they had sympathizers they yeah well no the communist party was in a coalition at the time and the communist party was half the house of parliament and so when the nazis took over the half in the coalition they were actually linked to communism but but the rhetoric of the nazis hated the communist party Mm. hated them because they standed for equilibrium all the stuff that nazis were nationalist so I'm just telling you this, folks. I thought they were socialists. No, they were National Socialist Party. But they were nationalists. Right, okay. Extreme nationalists. So they were like, Germany's going to rebuild Germany and exalt anyone that's not German. Pure German. So the Aryan German, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's when it starts becoming horrific in later chapters of the crazy thing. Mm. Um, The Third Reich. When it becomes really dark, right? But at the origins, it was a political foundation. It was after re-establishing the power that Germany was, re-establishing the German Empire mm-hmm. and territories, and being very anti-communist. Mm. Okay, so when they did all of this stuff, it was ultra-socialist movement. And what happened in Germany then is people started to see, hey, these are guys we need. Yeah, and they all started thinking these guys are now rational people. And the extremist uh, sort of movement, not the other arguments of the park, there literally wasn't another opinion. You only had one. Mm-hmm. And what people are scarily starting to walk in the path of, I believe, is that if you don't accept our way, we write you off. Then you're wrong. You're, you're wrong, but we write you off. We don't even want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. All right. And I think the fear that you could have going into this is that people are walking into a fundamentalist path without realizing they're on it. Yeah. It was pretty obvious with Hitler. We can't lie. Like the Nazi whole propaganda, everyone dressed in different uniforms, all of the symbolism and stuff like this. And it's very underlined here because the symbolism is a lot lighter, but it's the same rhetoric. Mm-hmm. We're walking to the same rhetoric. And I feel like people who want peace should listen to both sides of the wisdom and the argument and then create a solution rather than just saying no you're wrong you don't agree with us and we'll smash up your entire city and you know planet discussion and tolerance that's what we're all about well i think it's a case where it's a i think people are frustrated because their voice isn't heard but their voice is heard infinitely online so they just chant the same chants Mm. to each other and it creates a disabled brain so the point that I'm trying to say is there's got to be a platform unilaterally in every country, especially with the young voice, mm-hmm. with the youth voice, where you have a platform there to speak yeah. to people in charge, like really speak to them, not like a censored, all questions have to go through a process to you know be asked. You really need to be, especially post-coronavirus. Yeah, I think, like I've said this for a while, but 
I think we deserve the platform to ask the questions after all of this. Like an open forum. Yeah. Mm. And I think that all politics and stuff like this right now has to stop playing a PI game and actually start representing the people of the world because it isn't. And as far as uh, the US election this year, wow. Wow. I'm just going to leave you on a closing point. Election year. Going to close this point out because <laughs> the two people you've got as options to vote, oh. wow. They're highly vulnerable people, let's be honest. They're in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the American people, comes. To, this is my role play, this is my fantasy. The American people pull together, they come together in mass and they say, right, we want Lucha Libres. What? We want Lucha Libre cabinet. We want a Lucha Libre president. We want a Latino in power. Uh, so we can have official Taco Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays. We can have Fiesta Fridays. Oh, I love tacos. Fiesta Fridays, by the way, is when a mariachi band turns up and some house in the neighborhood, the biggest table, hosts the entire <laughs> food that day. And it's potluck. You just bring your thing. Mariachi band comes in play, see? Brilliant. I'll vote uh, for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you have uh, Cinco de Mayo mm-hmm. as an official holiday uh it's it's more like an option at the moment but it becomes an official holiday you don't work on that day you uh you just party and then uh dias de morte again official holiday you get to celebrate all of your ancestors and just basically latino america for a bit yeah yeah and then and then obviously after that after that's run its apex and been really cool and america's truly uh epic again or epico um at the end of all of that time the rock the rock for the president rock, the rock and kevin hart as house speaker <laughs> and samuel jackson as secretary of state because mm, okay. absolutely okay. every foreign country will absolutely love samuel jackson yeah. nick, nick fury is part of the avengers <laughs> and he's not a president so he's not he's a highly he's clocking up to be a highly vulnerable age group mm-hmm. so he's basically okay because he's just you know hanging out on zoom or whatever FaceTiming people from the uh, Avengers craft. Not sure what you'd call it. The Hovercraft, craft. stroke, aircraft. air, mm. palace. I don't know. <laughs> like air carrier. HQ. I don't know. It was jump jet. <laughs> uh, we'll just call it the Avengers gimmick. Whatever that is. Maybe it's they a, have a massive Zeppelin. thing. The kite. The un- it's the UFO. It's there the you UFO. go. The F-18 scene. <laughs> UFO is the Avengers, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the hell that is, airship thing, stroke city on sky, whatever. Um, but yeah, The Rock's inevitably going to be present one day. But I do think we need a Lucha Libre eight years. And anyone who's listening right now in California, especially because you're going to get this, Texas and California, especially Arizona as well, mm-hmm. New Mexico, obviously. Yeah. You're going to get what I'm saying, man. Latino America, that's that's what you want. Yep. You wanna you wanna all this Trump sideshow, all of this gray period of time, all this whole like God, we've only got Joe Biden as our where's Bernie? Bernie should be there, man. I don't say anything about Bernie. He's he's too humble. And of course he's highly vulnerable too. And I think at this point he just knows that nothing's gonna work for him. So all of you guys that weren't elected president this year or even in the campaign being Democrat, just vote the Lucha Libra party and have Lucha Libras as your president for the next eight years. Be brilliant. You mentioned about people, uh, politicians having an age cap as well. I think that's well, yeah. a good idea. I think, well, I think that there has to be a, a, a sort of degree of relatability mm-hmm. with our youth. 
Because obviously the youth ain't relating to no. politics whatsoever right now. They're aware of it. They're not happy with it. No. And I think that we need people. Uh, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. You need someone running a country that's grown up with multi-ethnic friends. That's what you need. Mm. Went to school with multi-ethnic friends. Has yeah. a multi-ethnic friends. Learned the culture of multi-ethnicity. Has traveled. Could actually have a whole cabinet with people suited for the roles because he actually knows people who are smart enough to do it because he's got multi-ethnic friends. All right? Because if you stay white with white, 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 and it's all white, you get inbred very quickly. <laughs> and then you start marrying your cousin. It, it mm. becomes a thing. No, seriously. All right? So you need to have spice in your cabinet, man. That's why we call it a cabinet of spice. A spice cabinet. Spice cabinet. Yeah, there you go. You were me. So, spice so cabinet. yeah, it, exactly, right? Nice. So you need someone <laughs> that's old enough to know what it's like to have multicultural friends on an equal footing. And that's our generation, man. That's our generation. You could say there's there's people up to probably 50 that get that. Mm. It's starting to happen here. Transition. Our politicians have slowly, heads of state have slowly got younger. Mm -hmm. Theresa May was a glitch. Just <laughs> saying. But it's not enough because these guys are still, like Billy Conley, okay, yeah. he said it best. If a stand-up comedian runs for election, you vote for a stand-up comedian, everyone's laughing at this point because that's a funny prospect because they're the only ones speaking the truth. Bang. Yep. Uh, and on that note, We'll be back next week. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll have stories to tell you of the real world. Uh, you'll see me, obviously, in paper clips of, oh, my God, the Loch Ness Monster is real. No, it's just Danny. Danny covered in mud after living in a swamp for three months. Anyway, it's time to drain that swamp because we're going to go back out there into our cities and towns and villages and stuff, hopefully. Everyone stay safe. Everyone stay happy and uh, love each other. That's all I'm going to say. We'll be back this time next week.